Welcome to the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way. And I have an exciting program for us today. Uh, Pastor Lonzine Lee, who is my daughter, spiritual daughter. I'm her spiritual uh, mom, dad, one of those things and whatever. And um, she's coming on today. She's going to start her program. I think her program starts tomorrow, actually. And I'm gonna, we're going to let her tell you about that. But in this book, uh, The Spirit of the Fear of the Lord, she uh, helped write it or made it so that people could understand it the very first time. I'll tell you a little bit about her. She's the pastor of Astounding Love, a global church fellowship, which means she's my pastor also. Uh, she's a writer. She um, has an MBA. She has. She's done a lot of things. She's really brilliant. And... Um, she has a daughter, which is my granddaughter. I'm giving you her whole bio because we're going to talk about the spirit of the fear of the Lord today. And I want all that I can pull out of her. So she's uh, Apostle Eddie's uh, spiritual daughter also. And she's uh, part of uh, Love and Unity. And uh, she's just a marvelous person. And uh, I'm not just saying that because she's my daughter. I'm saying that because it's real. So without any further um any of that, I want to introduce you to Pastor Lanzine Lee. Hi, Ron. Hi. Okay. So what do you would like to say to the people before we get into our subject? I love my mother. <laughs> All right. My pastor, I love my spiritual father. And, and um, she actually birthed me into the kingdom, too. Uh, that's a great testimony. But I was really introduced to Jesus through my mom. And so... It's an honor to be here today. Thank you. Okay. What made, I'm going to ask you a question and you can start. What made you decide to start to work on this book again? The Spirit of the Fear of the Lord in you. And you decided to put those extra things in there. Go ahead. The fact that we did it way back when we did it back in the 80s, it was, um, you know, the message wasn't so much received as it was, oh, you wrote a book. That's great. But as the climate is gone and I've listened to you minister over the years, one of the things that is true is you always preach the message, but it seems that very few people really have a grasp. I'm talking about in the body of Christ. We have not really had a grasp of what it is to walk in that reverence and in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And it just seemed like this is the time. And then, of course, as you've been speaking about it and we've talked about it over like the last four or five years we know that this is the time where we're going to be in disobedience. So that's a lot of it. Okay. When is it coming out? February. The, by the slate is the end of next month. Is this an easy read or a difficult read? I mean, the way it's laid out. Uh, the way that this is laid out is it is, it is as easy as a person will allow it to be. It's the type of book and will allow it to be. It's the type of book and the message of the book is one that some might try to froth it off as another topic and another really great thing. But the honest truth is that this is a kingdom message for the life that we are to live for all eternity. And so it cannot be introduced as a concept, which is what some people might try to reduce it to. But for those that re regard it as a glass of living water, you know, an endless glass, this is going to be life changing. You know, you talk about the book as if you've written it or as if you, you're uh, intimately involved with it. So, yes. <laughs> uh, Because I remember in the days when the Macintosh computer was brand spanking new and you had 
done a, I'm, for those that don't know, I had the opportunity and it was my first time ever working as an editorial consultant. Though actually I was a transcriber and a typist and we didn't really know what we were doing, but it was anointed. And so I'm the original typist of the book and what, how it came about was transcription of different messages, excerpts from this and that. And then because I'm graced to know how Dr. Baker talks, I was able to hear her voice. And it was truly a Holy Spirit inspired thing to just start to put it together. And then we just would go back and forth and she'd read and say, no, I wouldn't say it that way. I say it like this. And so that was how it started. It, it was always, it still is to this day, it was a labor of love. It's like she has a message. God has given her something to say, and it must be said. And so, yes, I do have the honor of being the original, uh, I'm going to say the original ghost writer, though I'm not a ghost, um, <laughs> but the original um, typist, typesetter, and so forth. And we stumbled into how to produce a book on a very low budget. <laughs> okay. Uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the book and I'm talking about this part of the book, because I really believe that there's a lot of people out there that have something in them that have books in them, but they have not, they, they are fearful because they're, they're not really writers as they put it. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to let you know a secret about me. I have many different degrees. I have um, many different uh, uh, plaques and all of these things. But when it comes to writing, even with my dissertation, either dissertations, uh, it's like it's one great big, uh, uh, one great big sentence. I mean, yeah. I run on sentences. I, I'm a little bit better at it now. But one of the things of it is, if that's you, or if you see the faults in what it is that you you do, and you're not able to get your writing to the place that people understand it, um, then there are people to help. This is one of the things that Pastor Lanzine, well, that Lanzine does in, in her business. And, <clears throat> you know, uh, in her book, she wrote her book, uh, uh, Dominion Kingdom 101. And in it, I mean, it's a very, it, it's, it's, it's a lot, but it's easy to read. So I would like for you to talk to people out there that have something that God has told them. Because, see, I, well, hold on just a second. <clears throat> One of the things I, I hate is disobedience. And there's many of you that are being disobedient to what God has told you to do. You're procrastinating just as I did. You're walking in disobedience just as I did. You're doing all of these foolish things because you don't think that you're capable of doing it. If God has told you there's something that he wants you to release in the earth, I don't care if it's one person that's going to read it. It is worth you getting it on paper and getting out there. So I'd like for you to speak to that. I agree with what you're saying. And to say I've never written a book and I don't know how is still an excuse. Uh, the truth is, is that if you know how to talk, articulate, if you've recorded the message someplace, some, somewhere, then you can get it transcribed. And that's the beginning of it. My job as an editorial consultant and people like me, I work with, I really specialize in entry level writers of, of, and ministers. Um, people that put together sermons and have tapes and things of that sort, and they want to put that together. And so what I'm saying to anyone, whether you're fivefold ministry 
or you are you have a specialty, a, a special gift or a message that God has given, you need to put that thing down, uh, put that message down in recording. Speak into your cell phone if you have that little tape recorder device or whatever. But what you really want to do is not continue to procrastinate and stop telling other people, especially yourself, that you cannot do it. Because every time you say that, you are reinforcing your disobedience. That's pretty much it. Okay. So, <clears throat> and, and I just want to let you know how you can get in touch with her. It's on the bottom of the screen. And she's willing to help. And she works with people in different financial abilities and all of that. But this is her business. And, and, and uh, you know, it is a business. It is uh, a ministry all at the same time. And, but it's a different type of a thing. Let's talk a little bit about the spirit of the fear of the Lord. What's going on in the earth and where are we forgetting it? And where are we not honoring him? Where is it that there is no fear of who God is and, and, and explaining that? Let's, let's hear you do that. I want the people to hear you so that when your program starts tomorrow, they know that you don't just talk just about you or what's going on with you but there's something some depth in you and that there's there's uh this is this is a part of your life okay um one of the things i know you talked about it on last week's program when you were talking about the the, the commission to to go and that the spirit of the fear of the lord is a sense of deep obedience a, a choice to obey without uh excuse and when, as I know, I remember from a recent uh, service that we had at, at our church, that when you were talking about how it is that you suddenly realized he is a spirit, that is, he is a spirit. The spirit of the fear of the Lord is a person. It is the person of the Holy Spirit. It is the person of Jesus. It is, it is this person of God. And that this, ab the ability to walk in the fear of the Lord comes from his spirit. And I believe it's, it's the greatest want to that we could ever have because in within that is our ability to obey him, is our determination to obey him because we're talking about walking in the spirit of the Christ, walking in the spirit of Jesus. This is not... Um, something that somebody can just lay hands on you and you can go and get oiled and greased and, 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 and walk in it. This is uh, functioning as submission to the spirit of God and a willingness to give up your life for him. I, 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 it brings me to tears, honestly, because I, I'm just getting there. After all of these years of playing church and many things that you hear Apostle Dr. Baker talk about, running here and there and doing this and, and playing church and, 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 and all, uh, you know, I'm always working through something. Well, the spirit of the fear of the Lord works it out of you. I mean, it, it, he will do what is said. He will, he'll take you on this journey. And I believe honestly, that when we learn to do that, and I know you've talked about outer court, inner court, and you cannot enter into the Holy of Holies without this, the holiness of God in this person, but it's mm -hmm. what, reverence and an honor. And I believe it's stewardship because stewardship is about treating God's things the way God treats them. It's honoring God the way God honors himself. It's the, it's the level that it takes God to do it. And finally, I believe 
it means that we cease and desist from believing that we can be God without him. You know, it's, it's, it, which is arrogant stupidity, sheer stupidity, I think. And yes, you can tell we're related now because I use a lot of her words, but, but that's, that, that it's, it's the, I think it's the ultimate. It's what Jesus did. It's what enabled him to go to the cross. The spirit of the fear of the Lord is the desire to please the father on, yes. his, terms, on his terms. That's what I, what I see. You know, one of the things of it is, is that Jesus talked about the fact that we uh, that that we should not blaspheme the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we seem to to have Him as a second class citizen, or really think about Him as a ghost. It says Holy Ghost. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about a spirit. We are spirit. And when we talk about the spirit of the fear of the Lord, we're talking about the Lord Almighty God who has the right, who has the ability to work in and through us. This is the grace of God that works it out, that cuts those things out of us. This is the one that has it so that there is no fear other than to fear God himself. This the one that searches the heart and the mind of God himself to find out how it is that we should be working and walking in the earth. This is the one that gives us the ideas. This is the one that, that walks in us. This is the one that makes us bold. This is the one that gives us all of these things. But if we do not walk in the awe of him, if we do not walk and live, live in the way that he says to live, then yeah. we have no fear of him. There's so many times in the word of God that it actually is talking about the spirit of God and it's talking about the fear of the Lord. There's wisdom. You are stupid, ignorant. I meant just, just totally rebellious when we choose to think that earthly wisdom and the way that we've done things, the way that we run business, the way that we do things is the right way because I got it all running back to him, looking into his word, finding out, having, having uh, not just conversation. I hear people say, well, the spirit told me that. What spirit? Yes. Listening to some demonic spirits is not the spirit of God because the spirit of the fear of the Lord only talks about this. Jesus said he will only reveal me. He will only talk about me. And right. so I want you to share some of the parts if you feel like sharing some of the book or whatever it is, I'd like for you to be able to do that. But I just need to let people know this is real. And if you want to achieve what it is that he has said, if you want to achieve the great commission, if you want to understand how, how, how the pattern sun operates, if you want to understand the wealth, if you want to understand, I mean, the, the riches and uh, the prosperity, the riches, and then being able to handle his wealth, you're going to have to walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Yes. And I, I will share, I think, but you know, something that you said, and I heard the Holy Spirit, I did trigger this. You know, you are not walking in the spirit of the fear of the Lord when you can malign the character of another brother or sister in the Lord. I don't care what they've done. The ability to assassinate or crucify another person's character is never in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And that's the thing that we really, I, I think the uh, biblical example is when Paul 
was speaking about the high priest, but he didn't know it was the high priest and he got corrected. And even in the midst of everything else that he was doing, and he could have said, hey, I'm of the kingdom. I used to be, I, I was one of y'all. And I had all this other stuff together, but he didn't do that. He said, I did not realize that's who he was. And he, and he backed off, he humbled himself. And I hear us sometimes in our zeal to, to make a point that we, we minimize or try to reduce the value of another person. We can't do that because according to the voice of the blood of Jesus, according to that which is written, he has said, I've already placed a value on every human being, whether you think they're worth it or not. You cannot call anybody worthless, even false prophets, even all of these individuals that are, are running astray and so forth. There are words that we are to use. We're to speak the things that God said. But if the Bible tells you that even an angel did not dare to speak against another, a fallen angel, but instead said the Lord rebuke you, read Jude, uh, then why do we think that we that it is permissible to us to try to annihilate somebody else or, or just smear their names, especially if it's something that we've been on the receiving end of? And I want to address the word stupid. See, many people, the world's definition of stupid is that um, is always a derogatory expression and, it, and it's applying to a person. But the word of God is letting us know you are walking in darkness. You are not walking in holiness. We are not walking in his light. We're not walking in his understanding because stupid means you need to have the light turned on. The entrance of his word brings light. Any area where I'm stupid, and trust me, I have been <laughs> stupid. Um, <laughs> I, it's because I've walked in darkness. I had no fear of God, which meant I would not let his word come in to show me that this is not the way he does things. And again, I think that those are those principles that you minister that are, when I'm that are stupid. I'm talking about benighted. Yes. Benighted. Like so it, it's, it's that. Thank you for bringing that up because that way you kept me from hurting people's feelings. See, yeah. she's helped me a lot. She's helped me with the words in my book. And, you know, <laughs> and that, she, she, uh, she cleans up my thing because she knows that I do not mean to demean anyone. It is not about that. Um, you know, I talk the way I talk. But the, the uh, uh, definitions are important. And uh, uh, Pastor Lanzine is one that, that deals with definitions. And um, uh, thank you. Now go ahead. All right. I want to read. Um, this is, uh, this is, I don't think it's going to change much. But this is, I love this. Okay. This is on page, currently page 28. She said, you probably notice I keep saying the same thing over and over. That's because most people think they know more than they do and skip most of what is written, and do not get it the first time. That's probably why God does it so many times and in so many ways. The fear of the Lord is worship and service unto the Lord. When we fail to do what God has commanded and demanded for us to do, we step into the realm of disobedience. I'm going to skip down to this part. You start with little sin appetizers like lying, making excuses for not doing what you said you would do, Skipping some of the things that God has told you to do or not to do. Compromising in your business, job or beliefs, listening to raunchy talk and laughing. 
you then find it easy to enter into what we call the entree or main course sins, such as pride, infidelity, injustice, and insincerity. I'm going to skip down to one other part. There are so many promises for those who fear the Lord. God provides many places and ways to teach us the secrets within himself, places that enable us to walk in trust in every area of life. And I'm going to stop there. All that's on the same page. So you can see you can go from one area to the other. But I just love that it's, you're saying this is what it's what it is. This is not it. And so I think that makes it an easy read for all of us that have ears to hear and eyes to see and hearts you know, to see. The thing that I the thing that I see and the thing that I cry out for is for us to be able. You see, the spirit of the fear of the Lord is the love of the Lord. Yes. You know, uh, I, I'm uh, a part of love and unity, and so are you. Yes. And but it's love and unity. But I really don't believe that people really understand what love is. I believe that. They understand human love, and they may tell you. You are not loving. I've had many people to tell me that I wasn't loving. And I asked them, what is it that loving is? Well, uh, they think that I should bypass their uh, their sin or their crookedness. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm saying, what am I in your life? If I don't live in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, then I am a woman of authority and I am one under authority. Mm -hmm. I have people that I'm submitted to. I have people that look into my life. And uh, I'm I'm raw. Some of them are not as raw as I am. They 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 try Apostle Cal, he's delicate, but he still gets to the point. I'm yeah. not delicate. Okay. Um, you know, many times what happens is this when we don't walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, when we don't understand who he is and how he operates in us. What we do is that we forget the scriptures that's in there that says when you come into into the kingdom, there's neither male, female, slave or free, which means you can't put me in a woman category saying all women are like this. I had a client the other day, the other day, and one of the things that he said, well, you know, I'm a man, so I always want to correct things and fix things. I said, well, I must be a man, too. OK, because. <laughs> talking about is a temperament you're talking about the temperament of the caloric you're talking about the temperament of this here it is that you're talking about i am not most of my most of my clients most of the people that god sends me to is males white males for some reason mm -hmm. uh um or sends to me i should say but the thing of it is is this when we recognize that god has uniquely made us then we can walk in the awe of that yeah. We can walk without fear. We can walk without condemnation. We can walk without any of that. There are many, uh, many men, male people, who have more of a tender heart, a, a, a heart, and and you say, well, you're, 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 uh, and I'm talking about towards God, this, 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 this way, and how they, and how they deal with situations. And you, we look, and because when I talk about wimpy people, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about that kind of presentation. But what it is is this: they're afraid to be them, the tenderness of who they are. They yeah. say mothers are always this way. Uh, I, I must have never been a mother. Uh, because I, uh, well, I, I had to be both and raising my children. 
because I raised you guys alone, the part that my mother didn't do. But yeah. the thing of it is, is this, we need to stop categorizing and then it's because we don't fear God and how he fearfully and wonderfully made us, which is Psalms 138, 139, one of those, one of your favorite scriptures. Let, yeah. Let's talk about that. I mean, am I making sense here? You are. I, I think that people walk more in the spirit of the fear of the world. And so there is that. And even coming into, I'm going to say Christianity before saying coming into the kingdom. I think that what happens is that that is so entrenched in us that we don't realize that the whole thing is let it go and take hold of all of God, what God has, not bring this party in like, I guess, Linus's blanket or something, you know, um, from the Peanuts cartoon, but bringing in a security blanket just in case this kingdom thing doesn't work out. I don't want to lose my tether to the world. And it's like, but, but you have to, you know, and when you, uh, so that whole uh, fear of man is a snare. We know that uh, this is that whole idea in case this God thing doesn't work out. I don't want to lose my image or my, you know, I, you know, it's like, I, I don't want to lose the image and likeness. Let me just say it this way of Satan in case this Jesus one doesn't stick. And I don't think we realize it's what we do because what we say is uh, something pretty asinine. Like, well, we've got to use common sense. But the Bible doesn't tell us anything about having common sense. It says the mind of Christ. So I don't think they 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 equal out. And so that fear of the world is a is a hindrance to walking in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And what the irony is, they're really truly afraid of the world. And God is not saying be afraid of Him. He's saying take on my righteousness. You know, take on my love that has you fiercely fight for. Here you said, people say, well, if you were really going to be loving toward me, then you would wink at my sin. And I think that means that the Bible says that he who doesn't correct his son hates him. So uh, I think that what, what they're really saying is, I don't want your love, Dr. Baker. I want you to hate me. I want you to despise me. I want you to think that I'm really worth as little as I think that I'm worth because I don't want you to call me to excellence. I don't want you to call me to something that's a God standard. Leave me alone. You know, say good that's things not, about me. It's and, not going to happen. That's yeah, not I know. We have about one more minute here. Okay. And uh, I'd like to uh, really let you guys know that tomorrow, uh, Pastor Lanzine Lee's program starts at what time? One o'clock Pacific Standard Time. What time? One o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Yes. Okay. One Pacific Standard Time. And she'll be on with Kingdom Conversations. And I don't know exactly how it's going to go, but I know it will be exciting. And um, I'm going to be back here uh, next week with the uh, Tell It Like It Is program. And I'll probably be having Apostle Eddie Maestas on after then. So, uh, I want to thank you, Pastor Lanzine, for being on this program. I would let you speak again, but you speak as long as I do, and we would run over time, so we'll forget that one. So, at any rate, I'll see you next time when I'm here to tell it like it is the kingdom way. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.